come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 197 of Word on the Main Street podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And we have a show for you guys today. The very 197th of shows. Definitely the most 197th show we've ever had, if I it's true. do say so myself. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and uh, thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Get Away Today. Absolutely. Get Away Today. Get Away Today is a fantastic <laughs> travel company to work with. Um, they're going to make sure that they you get the most magical trip possible. And while they can't currently get you to the Disneyland Resort, they can get you to Disney World and other vacation destinations. So if you are wanting to get a trip book, make sure you visit our friends at Getaway Today. And when you do, make sure you let them know about our promo code. That is Main Street 10. It is all lowercase, the number one zero. And that is going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. So visit them in their office in South Ogden, Utah, online at www.getawaytoday.com or give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That is 438-2929. That $10, of course, could get you, I don't know, a treat at Disney. There you go. Yes. We're going to be talking a little foreshadowing, but we're going to be talking about some delicious nice. snacking today. So, uh, yeah, grab yourself uh, some popcorn or uh, a churro or, or a Dole Whip or a Dole Whip. I always uh, err on the side of classic treats at Disneyland, although, of course, the churro is fairly new. Uh, in the grand it scheme is, of things. and I feel like it's been reimagined almost every season. Oh, yeah. But it came out in the 80s, right? Isn't that when the churro? Yes. Like, it's weird to me. I think of churro and I think Disney, Disneyland. And yeah. It's only been around since the 80s, about 30 years. Pretty crazy. <laughs> after the park opened. Uh, but. Get yourself a delicious snack with that $10 or two. Delicious snack or two. Two sounds good. Yeah. Uh, But uh, I guess uh, there's no this week at the Disneyland Resort as usual. So uh, I'm not going to really go into that. However, downtown Disney is open, uh, but there is currently no outdoor or indoor dining. Everything you order to eat must be to go and there's no stopping to eat or taking off must be consumed off property yep so just uh just be aware of the rules it don't blame disney (laughs) it's not really their uh it's true not their their, fault their fault so (coughs) um so yeah we'll just go ahead and dive into brian's trivia corner where the trivia is at a 90 degree angle Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is once again trivia time. We dearly Yeah, that. I feel like I got a, maybe I was trying too hard there. I just. Maybe uh, a little bit, a bit of an overreach. (laughs) Just feel feel the pressure of coming up with something new every week. uh, I I appreciate the effort. (laughs) All right. So last week we did ask the question, what is the most popular Disneyland souvenir? And I did get a few answers, a few varying answers. Um, I do kind of like one of the answers that I got. Actually, this got sent to both Sean and myself from our good friend, Mr. Bill. And uh, he had thought (laughs) initially maybe admission tickets. And I I didn't even think about that because that's a very easy souvenir. And expensive. Just to hang on to your... And well, it is expensive, but... (laughs) also been able to use that to get into the park so i yeah. feel like it's a, re- a very cheap one um he did say that his second choice would be the correct answer of mickey ears um mickey slash mini ears are the most popular of the souvenirs um <laughs> i did get a kick out of his third choice which would have been the apple from snow white before they <laughs> turned it into a hologram uh, I did get quite to be true. <laughs> a, I did get quite the kick out of that one. So uh, definitely appreciate our good friend, Mr. Bill listening and always sending in his trivia answers. Even if he's not right, he always manages to put a smile on my face or a, uh, a laugh is, is usually <laughs> a laugh in your belly. And, yeah. That, um, or sometimes pictures from trips he's sent us before. So he's, uh, he's always be, been a good trip. Be like Bill. Responder. Yeah. Bill's Mr. A good Bill example. sets the prime example. <laughs> um, I would definitely love to see more and more people send emails in for trivia or just to messages in general. And while I'm on that topic, before I get into this week's trivia question, we did, or at least I did, <clears throat> might've just been me. It was just me. Received an update <laughs> from our friend Brandon, who was going on a binge and listening from the very beginning. I don't know if you guys remember our email about Brandon. Um, he was very dedicated to catching up. And I got an email that he has finally caught up on all 196 episodes of Word on the Main Street. And as of today, he may be caught up on 197. Dang, bro. So I'm pretty (laughs) impressed. (laughs) That's Um, pretty awesome. Let's see. Yeah, I thought it was way awesome. There's got to be a badge of He had also mentioned he had... I know we need to make something and send it to him. (laughs) Right. It was pretty quick. He hauled through that. Um, He did have a friend that just finished up a trip to Walt Disney World, he says, and bumped. she bumped into Josh DeMauro at Animal Kingdom um, and said that he's a very nice guy. They spoke for a few minutes, got a picture with him, and he's. it's apparently – he comes across as very Walt-like. He likes to walk the parks and talk with guests and see how things are going. 
Um, and apparently they say that they would not be surprised if he was one day the CEO of the Disney company, That'd which I think so would great. be a very good move on the Disney company's part because mm. I've always really appreciated Josh tomorrow and his work. But anyway, congratulations, Brandon. Glad you made it through. Um, once again, very impressed that you suffered through all those early episodes and, uh, and our, uh, our newer ones. <laughs> yeah. And some of the newer ones, um, <laughs> we lost, sounded like lost the, a couple uh, people on those. Ones, so. Yeah. Sounds Sounds to me, it's he says going forward, he can't wait to listen to future episodes as a fan who's all caught up as opposed to someone who's playing catch up. So nice. even though we went on our uh, kind of a, a negative streak there for a little while, we did not lose Brandon. He will keep listening. So and uh, I do like want to I do want to say something about the Josh tomorrow Walt similarity there, because uh You've seen pictures of Walt like picking up a piece of garbage uh, uh-huh. around Disneyland, and uh, there was actually a photo of Josh doing the same kind of thing, uh, just keeping the park Which is great. pristine. He doesn't need to be down there doing that; that's not his yeah. job. Uh, but it's very true. He's got that love and that care for the Disney parks, um, and I just thought that was a cool similarity since those got brought up. Just wanted to. Uh, to bring yeah. that up so yeah hopefully he does become a, the uh the ceo one day i would love that i i think that'd be a great move all right now that we've gone off on our, our email <laughs> tra- tangent uh let's get back to trivia and this week's question and that question is going to be when did disneyland start issuing annual passes to the park um, i will give you a hint it is a month and year i do not have a distinct day just a month and a year is what I'm looking for. So um, I guess that's not really a hint. That's just telling you what I'm looking for. But still, <laughs> um, when did annual passes start becoming available for Disneyland Resort? I guess at the time, I'll give you this hint. It wasn't a resort. It's true. <laughs> so, true. <clears throat> so if you know this or think you know, Make sure you let us know. Uh, you can contact me with all your trivia answers at Brian, that's B R Y A N dot W O T M S at gmail.com. And of course, if you want to reach out to us uh, just to say hi, give us your trivia answers, or let us know that you just finished 196 episodes in a record amount of time. Uh, yes. You can shoot us an email. Brian just gave you his, but my email is Sean S E A N dot W O T M S at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from anybody and everybody. Um, even if it's just to say hello. Um, another way you can contact us of course is by phoning into our voicemail box at 801-923-2455 and leave us a nice little message there. Uh, you can also catch us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and I should add that I created a group on the uh, social media platform called MeWe, uh, M-E-W-E, uh, for those <laughs> that have fled Facebook and Twitter, not saying you're right or wrong for doing so, but 
Uh, looks like MeWe is becoming somewhat popular. Uh, so I just added a little group there. If we get enough people, I'll actually pay to have a, an official page on there. But for now, it's a free group where you can come in and just talk about Disneyland. So uh, if you're on MeWe, go ahead and add us. I think I sent the link on our Facebook page. Uh, but I guess I better go get a MeWe account. <laughs> MeWe. It's fun to say, too. It is fun to say. <laughs> Miwi. It me-wee. reminds me of Nintendo. <laughs> right? I want to create why. a me on your Wii. <laughs> I feel like there's a joke there. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, let's not go there. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and let you know how you can support the podcast. Of course, the best way and the easiest way and the cheapest way is to listen to the show every week. Uh, it's a free show to listen to. Um, Leave us a a review on whatever platform you listen to us on. Subscribe uh, and and share the podcast with those that might also enjoy it. Uh, Brian will let you know where you can find us. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, Amazon Music, and Audible. And I am working on the issue with Amazon Music. So bear with us if that is your platform of choice. Hopefully we'll be up and running soon if we aren't already. I haven't checked Just recently. Just like Parlor, Amazon doesn't want us. I know, right? Good golly. Uh, and then, of course, if you want to uh, donate your hard-earned cash to financially support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash word on the main street. Go ahead and donate whatever it is you would like on a monthly basis. Cancel at any time. And that is it for contacting us. So anything you want to add to the contact and the support, do it. That's all I'm just listen. Say. <laughs> listen and share. That's the biggest thing. Yes, for sure. Leave uh, a review. I do like reading new reviews. Yeah, especially those five star reviews. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Five stars are the best, but either way. But preferred. Five stars. Uh, Anywho, that is it for contacting us and supporting us. Let's head on into, I would call this a pretty good turkey leg. I think it's going to take a good chunk of time. So uh, when me and Brian were discussing the show today, we didn't think there was going to be much to talk about, but... uh, there's a lot that I, I actually found that uh, I thought we should talk about. Uh, so the first one, it's something we just need to address first. I know it's uh, been very controversial. Um, it's, uh, I would say, the most controversial thing since they discontinued the Magic Express at Walt Disney World. Uh, they have ended the annual pass program for Disneyland. So any annual pass holder is no longer an annual pass holder at this time. And you can go to the Disneyland website to request your refund. Um, But I think most of them are going to be automatically refunded. That's what it sounded like. I would just make sure to go there and, and get that refund. Um, But I did want to actually read the actual statement just so everybody knows what what Disney's saying here. So 
Uh, this is from Ken Potrock, the president of Disneyland Resort. Uh, they announced, uh, I believe it was January 14th, 2021 on Disney Park News. We want to thank our annual pass holders for their understanding during this closure period. Due to the continued uncertainty of the pandemic and limitations around the reopening of our California theme parks, we will be issuing appropriate refunds for eligible Disneyland Resort annual passports and sunsetting the current program. We are currently developing new membership offerings that will utilize consumer insights to deliver choice, flexibility, and value for our biggest fans. So, sounds like, yes, the annual pass has been canceled, but they have something coming eventually. Um, personally, I think they've been wanting to do this for a while to revamp the annual pass uh, structure. And I think this is a great opportunity for them to do so. <laughs> for sure. Uh, they've got a good reason to do it. And when things come back online, you know that they're only going to be able to operate at a certain capacity. And so if it's you've got a true. bunch of annual pass holders just rushing in every day, it's going to be difficult for people to come and pay and go to disneyland because disneyland is a lot smaller of course than disney world uh i just think it, it's good for crowd control for when they do open it up uh so they're not at capacity every day with their limited capacity that's just my opinion and then i think once things get back to normal they'll release a new membership plan what that's going to look like i don't know but yeah i don't think anybody does at this point but I mean, people aren't going to like me saying this, but I'm <laughs> going to say it anyway. Um, I never have advocated for the total removal of the annual pass, but I've talked about on the show before how I would like them to remove the payment plans mm -hmm. for Southern California, um, just because I feel like that would ease a lot of crowding. Oh, yeah. I think having the ability to have a monthly payment for your pass is a, a it is a good benefit if you live in that area and if i lived there i probably would have taken advantage right. of it too <laughs> but for the non-southern california resident i feel like we appreciate this a little bit more because it, i feel like this decision alone is going to help ease the crowding even when disneyland is able to be at full capacity again so yes i know it doesn't feel very good to lose the Southern California payment plans or annual passes as a whole. Um, there's a lot of people I feel like that, like our Wadhams Modams, he was an annual pass holder and he's not there all the time, mm -hmm. lives here in Utah, goes, goes to work in California. But, and I, I feel bad that he's not going to be able to get there as much probably with the, current canceling i mean we do know that something is going to come mm -hmm. um so i don't think we need to fret too much yet but initially i do lean towards applauding this decision to kind of ease the crowding and like you were saying as we're going through the covid reopening um, and the limited capacity making sure that 
more than just annual pass holders have the ability to get to the parks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're in agreement here. It's for the most part a, a good thing. Um, like like you were saying, it does suck because like Sean had that annual pass. However, I'm sure Mrs. Wadham's Modems is going to be very happy about. <laughs> she this. will appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but um, it, you know, it sucks. I I would hate to lose my annual pass. Um, but I think it'll be back in one form or another. Uh, so it's just temporary, just yep. like the closure. Uh, Don't fret yet, APs. Back. Yeah, you'll have your uh, amazing amount of benefits that nobody else gets. Yeah, sometime your time to shine will come sometime. <laughs> you'll have your special magnets and pins and meet and greets <laughs> soon, one day. <laughs> so. Um, let us know what you guys think. If you're an annual pass holder, how are you feeling? If you're not same question, uh, let us know, know what you're thinking. Um, I'm going to change gears here and switch from the parks over to Disney plus. There was a mm. special, special announcement today as we recorded this show on January 19th. I'm very excited. Uh, I know for a fact our father's going to be ecstatic if he hasn't heard the news already, but uh, the original Muppet show is coming to Disney plus uh, the original five seasons. I believe it is of, yes. of the Muppet show. We will be on Disney plus. Um, does it give a date? time to play the music and light the lights? Exactly. And so I guess starting February 19th, uh, you'll be able to stream all five seasons. Apparently, I didn't know this, but seasons four and five were never previously available on home entertainment. I had always seen the, oh, the cool. DVDs. Uh, I, I didn't know they never released the full seasons on DVD. Yeah, me either. Uh, so that's there pretty cool. There was a Muppets show <laughs> Do you remember there being a Muppets show? Yes, I do. In like prime time in the 90s? On the Disney Channel, right? Was it on the Disney Channel? I thought so, but I maybe thought it was, it was on like ABC. But yes, you're but talking about... I remember about... that, and I would like to see that get put on too. It was like in the late 90s, right? Yeah. Mid to I feel 90s. like it was. Uh, I love that It was like that Muppets one. Tonight or something. I don't remember exactly, but... And then the the one with where it's like the office that it just wasn't that good. No offense. I don't I barely watched any of that because it just wasn't that great. I love the Muppets. I'll try watching anything, but <laughs> that was that wasn't very good. Um, so yeah. while we're on Disney Plus, yes. there was a new Marvel show that just came out. Yes, I've only seen like half of the Have first you episode. Seen it? Half the first episode. Okay, you need when when you finish, we need to talk because <laughs> I'm very intrigued by this whole show. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, WandaVision yeah. uh, just came out on Disney Plus this last weekend. They released the first two episodes, and having been somebody that's watched both episodes twice now, um, I feel like you really need those two episodes to kind of get a full grasp of like 
the general gist of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it does seem very weird <laughs> at first. It, um, we have a mutual friend uh, on Facebook, Sean, that posted about his initial thoughts, and it was not very good <laughs> from him yeah. six minutes in. Uh, Mr. Gluttony. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> He, he was not a fan for the first little bit, but it sounds like he's still giving it a shot. And I will say, if you're not familiar with some of the Marvel stuff, six minutes in, you're probably, well, even being familiar with Marvel to, <laughs> to some extent, at least in the films, I was still wondering what the heck is going on. But it does get good, I promise. Yeah, I heard there's a tie uh, to an upcoming movie. So um, I'm excited to see what that is, but... Uh, yeah you need to finish for now i mean even for what it is i find it kind of humorous uh what i've seen so it far. is <clears throat> just because it's set in the in the 50s the first episode at least um and from what i'm understanding i don't think this is a spoiler but uh wandavision if i remember hearing correctly each episode is like a new decade I don't know if yes. that's 100% accurate, but, um, episode but it, one seemed very Dick Van Dyke show yes. <laughs> where episode two seemed very bewitched. Oh, really? I'm excited. Yes. Uh, excited so to watch keep watching. Yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing more and more of this because there's just every, every so often there's just something that makes me turn my head and think, huh, I wonder what this, <laughs> wonder what this is indicating or whatever. But yeah, I've, I've seen um, a lot of negative reviews so far from people. Uh, I haven't seen I've any got nothing like, but good positive. <laughs> well, there you go. Brian I, is my first. I've boss, enjoyed so. it. Um, and I cannot speak on it yet because I haven't seen a whole episode yet, but. It has piqued my interest. Uh, I understand you may have some free time, so oh, yeah. um, you may want to check out the rest of that. Yeah, and I will for sure. Uh, if you guys have seen it, I mean, let us know what you're thinking. Um, yes. If you're up say... on like, the comics and stuff, let me know what I'm missing because <laughs> right? I've seen some articles and it's like been detailing things that I knew nothing about but it all makes sense after I've read, read them and watched the episode. So if you know more about Marvel than I do, which is really easy to do, let me know what I'm missing. Yeah. And uh, don't be afraid to send spoiler filled emails because I'm planning on watching the two episodes after this recording. Um, so just any email you want to send, I'm sure we're fine with cause uh Brian's seen both episodes twice. Yep. I will have seen them at least once and probably only once by the time this episode comes out, but um, let us know what you're thinking. But on that note, uh, I thought this was a pretty interesting article that the Disney parks blog released um, this past Friday on the 15th. Um, It's based on WandaVision because of the whole decade thing that WandaVision does. Um, but they're doing a they're doing a like look it. back through the decades at Disneyland Park um, as as far as food and snacks go. So 
it intrigued me and I thought we uh, we'd read through this quickly um, and just talk about these different decades at Disneyland and as far as snacks go. I just think it sounds like a fun article uh, and wanted to uh, to go through it. So I'll just start reading 1950s. Brian can take the 60s and so on and so forth. Perfect. Um, but uh, it says for the 1950s, when Disneyland Park opened in 1955, the food offerings ranged from hot dogs for the families eating on the go as they went from attraction to attraction to sit down meals at Swift's Red Wagon Inn which is now the Plaza Inn, where fancy meals were served in an elegant setting. The food focal point of Fantasyland was the Chicken of the Sea pirate ship and restaurant. Tomorrowland's quick service eateries were the Yacht Club and Space Bar. Main Street USA's Carnation Cafe offered hot dogs, sandwiches, and chili, along with an array of ice cream treats representing each land. Uh, Ta Cup, a fried tortilla bowl filled with hamburger meat and cheese, was the signature item sold at Casa de Fritos in Frontierland, uh, which is now Rancho del Zocalo. Uh, menus at the Golden Horseshoe advertised tongue-teasing foods and drinks along with the famous stage show. And speaking of that, actually, I don't know if last episode I had this up, but we, me and my brother... Well, me and Brian, I should say. Uh, for Christmas, we were given some photos of our grandfather uh, at the Golden Horseshoe Cafe. Um, and there are pictures of him getting kissed on the head, on his bald head by Betty Taylor. Um, yes. And so I got those framed. Uh, it kind of shows the progression of Betty Taylor coming up to him, rubbing his head, giving him a kiss, and then holding the mirror up so he can see uh, the kiss on his head. Um, and then right in the middle is a picture of our grandma and grandpa uh, in front of the Snow White waterfall. And uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. This recording feels different now that I've got that up there and I can yeah up and yeah, I don't know. It's pretty cool, but I need to get mine framed. As far as Golden Horseshoe review and the Golden Horseshoe, that uh, just, uh, remind me of that so thought i'd bring it up but kind of cool uh that's how it started out and then we're gonna see yeah how it progressed so absolutely i like the picture they have of the golden horseshoe i haven't seen it look like that right? any time that i've been <laughs> in there um <clears throat> it's usually pretty sparse all right so the 1960s the Blue Bayou restaurant was ready when New Orleans Square was dedicated in 1966 however Pirates of the Caribbean was not Walt delayed the opening of his anticipated themed restaurant, saying it's a bad show to look at. It's a bad show to look out at the bayou without pirate boats floating by. Upstairs, the private and exclusive Club 33 was where Walt intended to host dignitaries and sponsors, including those that were being courted for what was then called simply Disney World. His brother, Roy added Walt's first name to the Florida theme park after Walt passed away, insisting that there couldn't be a Walt Disney world without Walt. Um, the cuisine throughout New Orleans square was authentic. Monte Cristo's beignets and mint juleps, all fantastic by the way. Um, and remain today. 
Um, Adventureland featured the Tahitian Terrace alongside the banks of the Jungle River. Don DeFore's Silver Banjo Barbecue, the only restaurant at Disneyland Park to have a name on it other than Waltz or one of his Disney characters, offered spare ribs, chicken plus fish and chips. Uh, Fantasia ice cream, a blend of banana, pistachio, and cherry, was also introduced to Disneyland Park. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> what a time. What a time. The 1960s getting New Orleans Square added to the park. Um, I've actually got a recipe in my Eat Like Walt book for Don DeFore's Silver Banjo Barbecue Sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made that a few times. I think I've given a jar to Sean oh, yeah. uh, before. I don't know if you were able to use that or not, but it is a, it's a really good barbecue sauce. I oh, love yeah. it. Um, but that was a really happening time. I feel like for oh, yeah. Disneyland and some of the best food that we still enjoy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so absolutely. That's awesome. Um, that's funny though, that uh, they kept the restaurant closed until pirates was complete. Uh, yeah, so that they'd have those boats. It makes through. sense, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, 1970s, Dole became the sponsor for Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room, notably the only attraction at Disneyland Park with Walt's name on it. In the beginning, only fresh pineapple spears and pineapple juice were sold. Dole Whips arrived the following decade. Originally planned to be a restaurant concept, the idea was abandoned when it was determined that the guests would be so enchanted with the birds above they would linger and never leave the dinner show became a theater experience with three performances an hour outside the tiki's in the garden of the gods were carved by disney legend and imagineer rolly crump using an ordinary plastic fork from the walt disney studios commissary wow that is true imagineering right there yes it is (laughs) but uh Dole Whip, super iconic still today, which is pretty cool. Um, And what's fun is if anybody's read uh, the Marvel comic for Tiki Room, uh, the Tiki Room is a dinner show in the comic. Uh, So it's kind of fun. They pay homage. I never did read those ones. All right. So it kind of hinted at the 1980s in that last one. Uh, talking about Dole Whips, but let's read on about the 1980s. And it says, Churros and Disneyland Park go together like Wanda and Vision. Wonder what we're still talking about. That that part's kind of been lost in the rest of this uh, article, but there's there's a throwback to what started this whole conversation. (laughs) Um, Intended for Videopolis and Tomorrowland, they were first tested near the exit of the Mark Twain Riverboat. Only 100 were made on that one fateful day in 1985 when they wheeled through Frontierland. Guests were following the cart, and needless to say, they sold out. <laughs> Variations on flavors, colors, textures, and dipping sauces were innovated more than a decade later. The churro remains a fan favorite and darling of social media. Big Thunder Barbecue opened at Big Thunder Ranch in 1986. Uh, set outside, guests were served beef or chicken from the chuck wagon. The fixings were delivered family style to picnic tables. 
The beloved barbecue's operation spanned nearly 30 years with a few name changes before finally closing to make room for a galaxy far, far away. Oh, yeah. I wonder what that could have been. Isn't that insane? A hundred churros. <laughs> That's nothing these days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they sell that in two minutes. Right. <laughs> Between all the different stands. Can't I'm really sure walk very far without finding a churro cart. Oh, yeah. Or seeing somebody holding one. Yeah. That's that's funny. Um, the 1990s, believe it or not, it took almost 40 years to bring a fully realized chocolate-covered ice cream bar in the shape of Mickey Mouse to Disneyland Park. There were several iterations over the years with the vanilla bar first having oblong and oval shapes and a version with only Mickey ears covered in chocolate before technology finally caught up with the mouse that started it all. The treat we know and love today, Nestle's Mickey's, that's weird to say, Nestle's Mickey's <laughs> yes, Premium Ice Cream Bar was introduced by Nestle in 1992. This decade also brought us skewers across the path from Indiana Jones Adventure at Bengal Barbecue. Beef, chicken, veggie, but no snake. Of course, that's no good. snake. Because <laughs> uh, Indy would not be happy. Yeah, I guess absolutely. he'd be happy that the snakes were dead, but which is true. But that he doesn't like snakes. So. I can't say that I knew that it took until the 1990s to get a shaped Mickey Mouse right. chocolate covered ice cream. That's something I seem to always get when I go to Disneyland. I rarely do. <laughs> well, now I can buy them at Target. So. That's the thing is like, now that they've started selling them other places, it's like, why do I need to get it at Disneyland? Yeah. I mean, I it guess... costs just about as much to get it at Disneyland or at the store. <laughs> right. But yeah. But yeah, uh, that's, that's something that we got Mickey ice creams and Bengal barbecue, barbecue all in the same mm. decade. Good decade. <laughs> every, every time we read through one, I'm like, how can it get better? And then it right? does. <laughs> All right, well, let's finish it off with the 2000s to today. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opened at Disneyland Park in 2019 and included intergalactic foods from Batu, including blue and green milk, believed to be Luke Skywalker's favorite, um, and pod racer engine roasted Ronto wraps. State-of-the-art culinary theming is also evident at Oga's Cantina and Chef Strono Cookie Tugs, docking bay seven food and cargo. Um, Back on Earth, the tropical hideaway in Adventureland became the new home of solo artist Rosita, along with assorted bows, lumpia, and reimagined Dole Whip. Yes. Uh, I can attest that some of that is good, but I have never been to tropical hideaway. Uh, unfortunately, I, have I just haven't made it there. I feel like I've been to the park while it's there. I just never was able to go enjoy it so i haven't been since it opened um yeah so pretty sweet and delicious decades through the uh absolutely um so i thought that was a kind of fun article little history on the snacks at disneyland um and it's interesting to see what is still there and what is not um but yeah, uh, I guess next, let's go ahead and really quick, I'll just say 
the Disney Parks blog put out an article with some information on the new Spider-Man Adventure attraction that is coming to Avengers Campus. Um, and Tom Holland is in the video that they released uh, kind of showing the making of his videos for the tri- the attraction. Uh, but within the video, he actually says that uh, writing the attraction and experiencing the attraction, he has felt more like Spider-Man than he ever has before. That's cool. <laughs> I'm like, so you've literally, literally worn the suit. You are Spider-Man right now. Yeah. And this ride has made you feel more like Spider-Man than ever before. That's uh, interesting. So it is, but you know, it's done. Yeah. So this video leads me to believe that the attraction is ready uh, to go. Once Disneyland's able to open, I think we're going to be able to enjoy Avengers campus as well. Um, That will be fun. It's just ready to go. Um, but basically they say, uh, donning 3d glasses, your mission will be to test drive the aspiring inventor's latest invention, the web slinger vehicle and discover your web slinging superpowers through specially designed, innovative technology that recognizes body movements and gestures. You will reach out your hands and sling webs from your wrists, just like Spider-Man. As the web slinger vehicles progress, you will virtually pass through several other campus addresses, including Pim's Test Kitchen, Avengers Headquarters, and the Collector's Fortress, also home to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. As the mission continues, spider bots will become harder and harder to beat as they continue to multiply. It's kind of fun that you like go around Avengers Campus uh, and uh, makes you feel like the attraction is happening in that land that you are in yeah, for sure that these spider bots did actually escape where you're at uh instead of some random location so pretty uh pretty smart check it out but uh i just watched most of far from home for the first time uh last Ooh, night it's a good one <laughs> uh, i don't know why it took me two years to see it but uh me either but it's it's pretty good so it i'm is. very excited I for agree. this uh i just hope it's not midway mania yeah me too because <laughs> it seems like it could be yeah i'm like do we really need two midway mania type rides in one park i don't know <laughs> i don't know the answer to that yet uh but we'll we'll find out um all right downtown disney this is our last bit of information and then we will let everybody go uh today but uh downtown disney is turning they've it's turned 20 this year um it's crazy that it's been around that long to me uh but it's 20 years old it can almost buy a drink an adult (laughs) drink uh but it can serve them but it can't purchase them (laughs) Exactly. Uh, so they they just have some cool things that are happening at Downtown Disney. I know one of them, uh, they're adding the Star Wars trading post in Downtown Disney. And they're supposed to have uh, Ray's vehicle or speeder parked oh, outside. 
So maybe it's like she uh, she drove from Galaxy's Edge over to downtown Disney and set up shop. That's quite a flight and a land speeder. Right. <laughs> uh, right. To go from Batu to uh, our planet. Yeah. In just a <laughs> land speeder. Uh, that's some crazy piloting. What are you thinking, Ray? But uh, they're going to be selling it, though. <laughs> Right. Uh, they're going to be selling a lot of the stuff that you can purchase, it seems like, uh, in Galaxy's Edge. So uh, it gives you guys a chance where you can't get into Galaxy's Edge where these things were exclusive uh, to the land. They found a way to kind of bring it in without destroying the the exclusivity, ex- exclusivity to, uh, to Batu. Uh, by having her vehicle outside, I guess. But um, you can get basically, you can get robes, lightsabers, creatures, toys. Uh, you're also going to be able to buy some of this stuff on shopdisney.com, which is cool. Um, new housewares, headbands, spirit jerseys are going to be there uh, at the Wonderground Gallery. So go check it out if you're going to be there. Uh, a couple other things they're doing. They're doing the uh, 2021 collection, which we talked about previously uh, with the new cartoon style. Uh, they've got uh, Lunar New Year merch for the Year of the Ox, which you can purchase. Uh, Exciting. What I thought was really cool, I know I've been talking about them a lot lately, but I watched <laughs> Best Life and Beyond video where they're actually going through all the new merch uh, and they find all the merch for the raining cats and dogs little event that they're doing. So it's just a ton of merch surrounding Disney dogs and Disney cats. Uh, There's a lot of really cool stuff. So if you like the dog die over this lounge fly bag with the three Aristocats on it. Oh yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. I had to correct uh, so they they mentioned the same thing with the three Aristocats on the video on Best Life and Beyond. Uh, go check them out on YouTube, but those aren't the Aristocats. <laughs> Top one is. What? Top one's uh, Marie, but then you have Figaro oh, the middle and one's Oliver. Figaro. And Oliver. Oh my gosh. Family, so. I didn't yeah. even think of that. I did. Yep. <laughs> I was just thinking the face is wrong on the dark cat but yep i wonder how many people are going to make that mistake i'm sure a lot because they did and you did uh i probably would have but then colby said something and i was like oh (laughs) you're right that's figaro and then it does make sense yeah various cats uh my daughter would still love it (laughs) And then uh, they've got Soul merch, of course, and then uh, Disney balloons you will be able to get uh, on Buena Vista Street, um, which you couldn't get previously. I do want to point out, I saw a video of this on Twitter, but uh, the um, Earl of Sandwich has this delicious looking beef and mac and cheese sandwich uh oh my gosh it looks so good (laughs) it looks so good um they're also doing like uh 
a turkey cranberry stuffing sandwich as well right now but um a lot of cool stuff it looks like uh going on in downtown disney so if you get the opportunity to check it out let us know how it is uh but we understand if you don't want to go i mean i don't know if i'd want to go where i can't actually sit down and enjoy things um but maybe later (laughs) for me (laughs) yeah for sure all right uh anything else you want to add to any of this that we've talked about i can't think of anything else maybe yeah no i can't think of anything else all right well then that is our episode that is all the news that we have for you guys today um again let us know what you guys are thinking about all this stuff especially uh what you're thinking of wandavision um as well as uh what else did I ask them to uh, reach out for? There was WandaVision and something else. I said, let us know your opinion on something. I don't remember. Let us know your opinion uh, on any of this stuff. Annual passes, that's right. Uh, let us know what you're thinking about that. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. But but yeah, uh, we, we definitely appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to this week's episode and all the other week's episode, of course for some of you <laughs> i know some of you just join yes. us and don't want to listen to the older ones we get it um they're not current everybody anymore. be like brandon but be like brandon be like bill uh listen to all our episodes and reach out to us and participate yes uh it's it makes for a much more enjoyable experience for all uh but of course we want to thank you guys for listening even if it is new this week um again if you like the podcast please share it with those that might also enjoy it uh as well as subscribe and review on the following platforms that would be apple podcast soundcloud stitcher player fm tune and google play amazon music and audible and then of course you can catch us on social media instagram tiktok twitter and facebook and newly on a group in me we just search word on the main street podcast we should pop up if you're having trouble I'll finding it go get on us it. now get on me we me we me we uh and that is it thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode please join us every week every wednesday hear the new word on the main street bye-bye goodbye Oh!